episode of currently binging the podcast about all things tv and movies if you're listening for the first time welcome make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on also take a few extra seconds to rate comment all greatly appreciate it so yes i am here to talk about yellow jackets if you clicked on that that is what we're talking about there are going to be spoilers so if you don't want to be spoiled this is your chance to end the episode right now so this was season two of yellow jackets i kind of alluded to this in um a couple of my previous episodes i cannot remember which one but i mentioned that this season was very much a struggle for me to get through and it took me so long because i believe this ended the last episode was let's see what was show me no it's not showing me the right date it was a couple of weeks ago or like three weeks ago or something like that it was a month ago <laughs> almost a month ago <laughs> so yes clearly i am way behind uh i was catching up on other things but this one I had to sit with it to be like, why is this taking me so long to watch through it? Because season one, like everyone else, very heavily invested. I was watching it week to week and was caught up by the time the season ended and could hop on and talk about it. This season, it was like every episode, I think I got through the first three episodes and it took me like a month to get through the first three episodes. And then after the third episode, I just left it. And then didn't come back until literally this past weekend and finished up all the episodes that were left. So four through nine because there weren't 10 episodes. There were only nine episodes, but apparently we're getting a bonus episode between seasons two and three because this has already been renewed for season three. I think I also talked about this in season one, but this show came out a little bit after um, The Wilds on Amazon which y'all know I discussed that show I actually enjoyed that show and it was canceled after two seasons I think they should have given one more season just to wrap it up but it was canceled after two seasons and I think it had both the shows had a lot of similarities in that you had a bunch of teenagers like stranded one on the island one in the woods although Yellow Jackets there is a level of adult there and then there's the difference of there's still that both shows have the element of time jumping, but Yellow Jackets is doing a bigger time jump in that you're seeing the main characters as teens and then as, as adults, whereas the Wilds, you see the kids as, as the same age, but the time jump is a little bit shorter of a period. So the Wilds, if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. Amazon canceled it. I thought it was a good show. Season two had its issues, but I think they should have wrapped it up with one more season especially considering the content that Amazon has, uh, especially in that genre and in that in that um, like age group. Because I talk about this all the time. I am not watching the year I turned pretty or the summer I turned pretty, whatever that show is called, we're not watching it. So there is that. But let's talk about Yellow Jacket. So like I was saying, it was hard for me to get into this, but I don't know if it was, well, I do know. Part of it was the um, cannibalism because I, I feel like season one, there was this big anticipation. You knew that we were going to get to the point where uh, there was going to be some cannibalism. Like they kept alluding to it, but they didn't really show it. And season one just felt like this big swell of anticipation. 
Um, and without not a lot of payoff, I can't remember how season one ended. But as far as what happened in the past, outside of Jackie dying, which I think she died. I don't think she died in the finale, but don't quote me. <laughs> outside of Jackie dying, as far as the events in the past, we didn't... It was just a lot of alluding to, but we never really got there. Whereas this season, they went heavy into the cannibalism, especially with Jackie, uh, because after they find out that Shauna's been having, uh, what's the word, illusions, delusions, <laughs> and talking to Jackie's dead body, they finally are like, we need to get rid of this body. We need to bury it. Or they can't bury it because it's the middle of winter and there's snow everywhere. So they put the body outside and somehow catch it on fire, which cooks it and the girls are starving. And so they eat it. And I'm pretty sure that is what kind of made me, because I haven't talked about this before, but food, like food things can gross me out very easily, which is why I don't eat meat. So it was just very it was a little gross and so I think that took it took some time for me to recover from that and made me hesitant to want to keep watching it but I did continue to watch it I actually laughed at some moments towards the end on those final few episodes and I, I was so distracted I didn't even realize Elijah Wood was in this show <laughs> because I was looking up something I don't even remember what I was looking up and I saw him in as like being credited as being in the show and I was like what I completely missed that so that the first not got to be completely transparent I took notes because I take notes on everything that I uh stream but those first three episodes were a blur to me <laughs> because I was so distracted in um trying to get through it and then I took that break and so here we are so Natalie have been, it literally all leads back to all the girls essentially need to come back together in the end. They find out Lottie is still alive. Lottie's running this wellness center. They thought that she had been committed. There is still so much we don't know about the past, even where we ended, knowing that we're going to a season three. It's unclear. I can't, I, I hate to say I can't remember again. I'm pretty sure I wrote it down in season one because I'm pretty sure they alluded to how long they were there. I'm they they were there for over a year because Shauna had the baby and Shauna just realized she was pregnant when they crashed but there's so much we just haven't gotten to in the past who survived who didn't I have an inkling of who may be left to die just based off of where we ended things with the the crew, because I can't even say the girls because there were guys there too, but with the crew uh, starting to do the whole, like the hunt and figuring out who's going to be sacrificed with the cards and all of that, which is a wild way to go about it if you think about it. Also, it was a little bit of a twist, I guess you could say, to realize because this whole time, especially how it panned out in season one and even a lot of this season, were to assume that Lottie was the main leader and they were all following her, which is the case. But then there's that shift after she let Shauna literally kick her ass to the point where she almost died. And freaking Misty went up there and misinterpreted what she told her as far as like, if I die, then you all can essentially eat my body, which is 
also very weird to say. But Misty took that to the girls and turned it into what became the hunt because she was like, oh, we need to sacrifice someone so that Lottie can die because they were literally looking at Lottie like she is their leader, a god in a way, uh, because everything she is saying uh, in a way is coming true because she was the one who was saying Javi wasn't dead, but he was, but he is dead. She was also saying that, uh, what was the girl's name? Misty's friend that Misty ends up killing. I don't know why I want to call her Priscilla, but I don't think her name starts with Crystal. That's her name. Even though we saw Misty not kill her, but we saw <laughs> it was accident. She didn't push her off, but we saw Crystal fall off that cliff and she was dead, dead. But then when Misty went to go look for her, she couldn't find her body. But Lottie was saying, oh, she's still alive, which I think is debatable, questionable, because that girl, unless she was faking it, after that fall, there's no way she could have gotten herself, like, moved herself away. I mean, I guess people have, have to write weird things. But after that turn, when we find out that Misty was the one who kind of manipulated what Lottie said, you could kind of see that will to lead kind of leave Lottie in the way. But the girls don't know that. The girls in, um, what's his name? Travis. <laughs> it's so many people's names. The girls in Travis don't know that because freaking Lottie has been upstairs. And so they're still thinking that she is all, all high and mighty or mighty and high when really she's not. And then we see in the end that they end up or she ends up essentially giving away her leadership and saying because uh not Jackie oh my gosh there are so many people Natalie <laughs> because Natalie uh did not end up dying even though she was supposed to die because she pulled the queen card and she ended up surviving but Javi ended up dying in her place and not even on purpose by accident then that means that the woods chose her <laughs> y'all know some of this like out there stuff makes me giggle when I start to talk about it out loud because <laughs> it's just wild but uh they were saying the woods chose her to be the leader which is also I guess you could say foreshadowing but also I can see how you could miss it in the end when Natalie ends up dying because just just off of the basis of who is playing adult Natalie uh, and then which is Julia Lewis and then you're like oh, okay she's gonna be here for a while but then it's like oh wait a minute she literally dies at the end of the episode and for a hot second there because they kept like flashing back between the past the present and then this in between where Natalie ends up on the plane with some people who have died and herself who is in the process, her younger self was in the process of dying and then a younger Lottie who is still alive, which was kind of weird, didn't make sense to me, which kind of made me be like, oh my gosh, are they gonna say something magical happens to her? <laughs> Cause essentially it's like magic in a way. Magical happens to her and then she ends up um, becoming or like, staying alive and not dying from the overdose because 
we see her jump in front of the girl, which I did not write her name down. But I'm pretty sure it's the same girl who played in Supergirl on CW. Because I kept looking at her like, oh my gosh, she looks so familiar. And it finally came to me in that final episode. I'm pretty sure that's who it is, but I did not look it up. But anyway, uh, she ends up jumping in front of her and getting... I thought when she jumped in front of her, she was going to get shot because Shauna's daughter had the shotgun and she's like thinking that they're trying to kill her mom which they were because <laughs> just their whole dynamic is wild to when they all come together and just the animalistic nature of them that is all of a sudden once they're in this game of the hunt they just all turn on it's 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 a little wild so <laughs> mind you I'm say I say wild a lot because I do know I say wild a lot because I'm trying to stop saying crazy. Uh, <laughs> but we see uh, Callie with the gun. And so I thought Callie, like, Nally was going to jump in front of the girl. And I feel like her name actually were, until I can confirm, I'm not going to say. Yeah, Lisa. Her name was Lisa in the show. Oh, and it is the same girl because she just clicked on it. I told, see, I'd be knowing my people. <laughs> she played... I was going to say Star Girl, but that's not who she played. She played Dreamer in Supergirl. But anyway, a little side note. She jumped in front of her, and I thought she was going to get shot by Callie because Callie was just out here looking like she was itching to pull the trigger because she was looking like she was itching to pull the trigger the entire episode, even when she went up against uh, the cop and she pulled out her gun and then she like put it behind her back and you just see her finger just twitching. Ready to, ready to set it off. <laughs> so that's what I thought was going to happen. Which is why to me it honestly was not surprising. That someone was going to die. Because there was just so much heightened energy around that entire scene. And so and so I say it's, it's a little bit foreshadowing. That Natalie is the one to die. Just based off of the trajectory of her past storyline. And that she becomes a leader. And then we find out because she's literally they've all had very hard not very I don't want to say very hard but they've all struggled since being out of the woods like all the way through to where they are today but Natalie has been struggling I don't want to say the most because I think Lottie if she was committed probably I would say she was the most but Natalie has been struggling probably a lot because she at one point was considering killing herself which is when she ends up getting kidnapped or saved however you want to interpret it by Lottie and her crew of purple people as Misty likes to call them but uh yeah so I don't know I think it was foreshadowing that way because it was kind of like the build up to oh she's a leader and then kind of like this opposite trajectory in the present where she's kind of like going backwards in a way or you can say it's surprising just based off of the Natalie character like she's been here since the beginning we kind of as as least where the adults are concerned it's always been Shauna Thaisa Natalie and Misty like those four we've always seen and been present in the present <laughs> so we've known they've all been alive and so in that way you can say oh it's surprising because like we're losing one of those core people because Lottie we find out she's alive towards the end of season one but we don't really get to see much of her until this season and then Van we don't find out that she's alive in the present until 
pretty much at the back half of the season when Thaisa goes and um, sculpts her out. But yeah, I know we did. We got all the way to the end, but it's okay. It's okay. We're, we're all still following. <laughs> so I guess that's a little bit about. Because I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to spend too much time on every everything. So I think that's that's a good segue from Natalie into let's talk about Missy because Missy's always been an interesting character. She's had an interesting storyline in the past and in the present. It is interesting also I said this season one but I'm going to say it again the casting between the past girls and the present girls and just the similarities and even more so I feel I've I don't remember it being like as close as far as like the past Natalie compared to the present Natalie but I feel like even more so this season the past Natalie even more so had a lot of the same tendencies and like the vocal uh, dynamic and all of that as the present Natalie. The, it's just, they did a really good job with the, the casting. And the actors are doing a really good job acting <laughs> as the younger selves and as the older selves. But anyway, so Misty, uh, it's always been interesting because she's kind of been like a loner. So you, you see it a lot in the past timeline, but even more so in the present because she doesn't really have a lot of friends. She's very much invested in what is going on with the people who have survived uh, and made it out of the woods. Like she knows where everyone is. She's tracked them all down. She's willing to kill for them as we saw her do in season one. But also, did she kill anyone this season? Well, yeah, she killed Natalie by accident. But she was prepared <laughs> to take out uh Lisa when she showed up as well so like she's always ready to go but it was interesting to see because the girls also kind of ostracized her uh in the group in the past but then they kind of leaned on her to be the person to help in like like kind of like the medic the nurse that type of a situation and then we see her with this connection with Crystal which was very short because the same episode that we find that we see her interacting with Crystal and they're like, oh, we're best friends because we're both weird and da 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 is the same up is, is like 20 minutes later, Crystal is dead. So there isn't a lot of depth there, but I think that it is a valid turning point because you could say that that may be the point where Misty goes from being a, oh, I feel like she could potentially kill somebody, hurt somebody, poison somebody. We see her attempt to poison Coach, although she it doesn't um bode well she ends up poisoning the whole group <laughs> but like it wasn't murder whereas again she didn't murder her but it's kind of like the opening of a of a um the opening window to that and even so it's a lot of contradictories with misty because even so when they're chasing natalie uh when she pulled the queen card and Javi falls in the water. Misty's the one who breaks from the group and is like, let him die. Otherwise, they will kill you if you save him. It's like very conflicting. Like even talking that out, it's like, huh. And then also, like she's the one who was, she struggled with uh, Crystal dying because that was her friend. And it was in such a like dramatic way. Like you knew when they were on that cliff that Crystal was going to die. <laughs> like, hands down. 
there is no one who was watching this this show, that episode, that moment, who was like, oh, Crystal's going to live. They Before Misty even told her about destroying the, um, the black box or the transmitter box or whatever it was, the plane uh, box that would have helped them be able to call out to get help. Even before telling her that, like when they got up there and dumped the crap over the ledge, you knew Crystal was going to die. <laughs> Because, like, why else introduce us to her in the way that they introduced us to her? Because we didn't get to see the friendship, like, grow and blossom. It was, we were introduced to her, and it seems like the friendship is going strong. So, I don't know. Anyway, so, um, back to the, the birth. Like, even after Crystal dies, and, like, she's struggling with it because she doesn't know what to do. And, but Shauna's also in labor and it's giving birth I was some of these moments I just sit there and try to put myself in their place and I'm just like I don't know that I could do it like if I was pregnant could I have given gone through labor naturally granted they used to do this before before we got the medicine that we have today to help us through but could I have gone through it in a cabin in the middle of the woods in the dead of winter it just seems very very traumatic like that's something that will stick to you for for the rest of your life. That type of an experience. Because, you know, sometimes women, uh, when they give birth and they're like, they're like, oh, being, they remember being pregnant. They remember how long they were in labor for. And they're like, oh, it was painful. But then after when they have the baby, a lot of them are like, oh, yeah, it was painful. But like, I don't really remember the pain because like the payoff is the baby. I feel like that situation, Shauna's situation is unforgettable unforgettable but anyway and so she's struggling that she kind of like gets herself together and helps deliver the baby but she's very gung-ho on like saving the baby and she's devastated when the baby dies so Missy's a very interesting uh character and then also the dynamic between her and uh what's his name Elijah Wood's character which I don't think I wrote his name down I think it'll come to me at some point I don't know why I want to say Josh but I don't think that that is what his name was. Uh, but we'll either find it or it will come to me. Josh or Will, like those are the two names that are coming up to me. But I don't think that that's what his name was. But anyway, Walter, there we go, was a W. Uh, that was also interesting because you're talking about someone who has purposely isolated themselves has been an isolated person all their lives and someone who literally is like the exact same person as she is and you see her kind of kind of realize it way after the fact but also a little bit in it but I think she's just trying to deny her feelings and so you don't really see her like come to like oh wait a minute I actually do really like this person although she jumped from like to love to he's my boyfriend and I don't even think that he knew that they were in a relationship but like the car ride with the same music them both being heavily invested in investigating things that no one asked them to investigate even that whole scene when they're at the hotel and they have the side by side of them getting ready for debt for for bed literally doing the exact same thing so I don't know it's very interesting and then him essentially killing people for her one he makes that whole uh what's it called like that whole n not note 
but he essentially tells her he's like oh even if you kill someone i'm paraphrasing if you kill someone like you could tell me that and it wouldn't change anything or my perspective blah 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 and then when he ends up going back to the wellness center to help her because he sees the news alert about uh the artist who they killed or not they Fushana killed in season one and then they all helped with getting rid of the body he goes up to the wellness center where the police also are and kills a police poisons him then blackmails the other police like extremes to the extreme so yeah no that was a very interesting dynamic which made me like halfway through watching um episodes four through nine I was like do I go back and watch episodes one to three but I didn't want to do that because I felt like it might deter me again <laughs> because it was such a big break between me watching those first three episodes and then the remaining episodes but it is what it is uh and so the fact that Misty is the one who kills Natalie and she calls Natalie her best friend which I don't know that Natalie in her mind thinks that Misty was her best friend but just the fact that her Misty it's kind of like a an unfortunate, an unfortunate full circle in a way if you think about it because Misty spent this entire season trying to find Natalie finds her and ends up being the one who kills her it's really devastating <laughs> so yeah so that's Misty uh let's talk about Thaisa and you all I know I'm probably missing things but it's okay it's okay you let me know all the things that I'm missing and you wanted to talk about because I want to know what you thought <laughs> and not just what I have to say but um Ty so also interesting we know she's been sleepwalking or whatever and she's been doing things in her sleep like killing her family's dog and so her and her wife have are estranged at the moment and she has she's been having uh delusions and uh I don't know why I can't think of the word where you're seeing things that aren't real it's like you want to say illusions, but I don't think that it's illusions, but maybe it is. It's, it's, it's literally very late evening, so my mind is starting to unravel, but it's okay. <laughs> so she thinks that she has her son and she calls her wife to like come get him. And then she shows up and she does not have her have the kid or she calls her wife because she thought that she lost him because she thought she that he showed up at the door, but coming to find out he didn't. It was another uh, delusion. <laughs> That's what we're just going to use for now. <laughs> and so she uh, ends up getting a call that the their son is still at school. And so she ends up getting in a car accident and she's literally on life support. And while she's on life support, Ty goes and visits Van. I'm just like, girl, aren't you still married? Your wife's literally on life support and you're just out here hitchhiking across the state. And now you're at this wellness center going on a hunt with everyone. Mind you, your wife's literally, literally, literally in the hospital. Where is your son? <laughs> Just so many questions. But anyway, so you got to see a little bit more. Like we knew Van and Ty had a close relationship season one. But you, even, you can see even more of that and kind of like their dynamic of Van being the one to start to follow Lottie first before Ty and then Ty following after even though at first she was just doing it to please Van but then she started just kind of drink the juice as well <laughs> and so um also she in some way was able to find or 
be led to where Javi was because they all thought that Javi was dead at this point because he had went missing after that weird night that they had in season one when everyone was on on the poison mushrooms <laughs> that Misty gave them. <laughs> and so he got freaked out and he like ran off and then Natalie um, essentially faked that he he was dead because she put the clothes out there to kind of keep Travis from looking for him. But we find out that Javi had been hiding in this like underground area, which is where Coach ends up going, which put put this is me putting a pin in it for Coach and telling myself, Eva, come back to Coach because I have some things to say about him. <laughs> but anyway, so we see... Um, that dynamic between Ty and Van and clearly stuff has happened because Ty has gone on to get into politics. She's gotten married. She has like this whole very public life, whereas Van has more of a quiet life. She's still kind of in a way living in the past because she's running a video store that's not really that lucrative, but, and she's also behind on bills. So she's having money issues. So very, very different contrasting, uh, situations. But also, you can still see that there is a very strong connection between them. So it kind of makes me ask, like, what happened? <laughs> you know, they say, like, either trauma will bond you or it will break you, which we're going to talk about when we get to Shauna, because <laughs> I have so many, so many questions about just the why, <laughs> just the why for Shauna's life. <laughs> But anyway, so what else do I want to say about Ty? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like she's always been like the most level-headed one. Even when you look at the past, Kishana was freaking out with everything that was going on with Lottie, which was giving very much, I don't want to say possessed, but a little bit possessive as far as like Lottie with the baby and all of that. Like I would be weirded out as well and I would, I would be the person to be like oh I don't want her by my baby I don't want her holding my baby I don't want her in the room very very weird and so uh you can see Ty kind of playing like that more level-headed person for Shauna to lean on and then you kind of a little bit see it in the present as well but not as much because Ty is just so far in her own shit that like she can't really think about anyone else because she's so focused on trying to figure out what's going on with the sleepwalking and why it's back which Lottie is saying that the darkness followed them from the woods. They, like they bought it out of the woods with them. And we're thinking this whole time she's talking to a therapist, but she's really talking to no one. <laughs> Don't even know who this person is. Like, is this the thing that she thinks that she's talking to as well in the past? Like, they don't really answer that. But like, that's what we can assume. It's just it's a lot of a lot of overshadowing with this whole, like the woods and the the darkness, the thing that we're really not seeing, but is there. We just see the kids just acting crazy from it. But anyway, so that's Ty. <laughs> Let's talk about Shauna because Shauna was also very interesting as well. Everyone's just pretty much losing their shit this, this season, <laughs> unraveling hard and fast. And so you kind of see that uh, because the first season we saw Shauna was committing adultery she was cheating on her husband because I mean it kind of made us as a viewer also think that maybe he was cheating as well but he says he wasn't but we do see uh 
her kill him and then they like I said they got rid of the body but this season was more so I feel like seeing how what the limits of their marriage are essentially which seemed to prove very very tough because Jeff even when they pulled them pictures out now that scene I did laugh a little bit when they pulled them pictures out uh, after they found uh, the guy's body and they showed him like how it was cut up or whatever and he was freaking out internally <laughs> that was funny uh, and then also when he had the dream afterwards, based off of, because you know, like sometimes when people tell you something, you end up having a dream about it. So he had the dream and, and Shauna tried to kill him and then his skin started falling off. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. But the play, the, the limbs that they were, that he was willing to go, even Callie, because you saw this tension between Callie and Shauna literally the entire series. And then finally, Shauna tells her the truth, lets her in, and then you see Kylie like prepared to ride or die, even though it's like, girl, you're making things worse. She was prepared <laughs> to say and do anything to make sure that her mom and dad didn't go to jail because, like, well, her mom basically because she's the one who committed the murder, but her father, but also for aiding and abetting. Uh, but yeah, so that was interesting. And then also the question, because I'm pretty sure I talked about the season one where I was like, the age of Callie is not tracking with how long they've been out of the woods. And so finally that question was answered because we see Shauna gave birth to a baby boy in the woods, but he um, was still born. And um, I mean, at least I'm assuming he was because there was so much blood and they were saying that there was no crying and all that. And for them to give us that whole fake scene of like the baby being born and the baby being fine. And then come to find out like that was all a lie. <laughs> I felt some type of way about that. Because <laughs> then it had to be like, well then where, where does he end up dying because he doesn't get enough food? Like, I don't know. I, I just felt a little bit hurt about that. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then also that scene of like Shauna because... Callie told uh, the cop when she finally finds out that he's a cop that her mother was having an affair with her father's best friend and then they do the whole like fake motel scene and he uses the soap even though she told him to like go into a condom and he couldn't so then he ends up using so or not soap lotion I was just like oh, freaking idiot. <laughs> so yeah uh, what else are we missing Oh, Lottie, and then, not Lottie, freaking Shauna is the one who ends up pulling the queen, like, in the present. And she's all like, oh, no, we need to commit Lottie. Like, this is all a ruse, right? And then everyone's like, no, we're actually really serious. <laughs> we are seriously going to kill you. That whole scene was just, like, it was so much. It was so much around it. <sighs> going back to my pin that I put for coach. So, Ben, he has been through it. He has been struggling. I feel for Ben. Ben, I just like have a special place in my heart for him because one, he is trapped on this granite. Travis is also there and also Javi was at some point um, before he disappeared and then before he died. But like he has literally been stuck in these woods with a bunch of teenage girls. He has seen them do the most insane things like eat their friend like that whole part when they were eating Jackie and Ben's face I was like Ben is me I am Ben <laughs> because he was horrified 
was like, I am not getting to the low point of eating people. <laughs> Literally. So I'm surprised that they didn't freak out and then try to eat Ben because he just was not giving in. Maybe he still has some type of like adult authority over them and that they are just like not trying to push it, but he was done. And then we got to see a little bit more about his life before the crash. And so he had a boyfriend or I think it was his boyfriend. Uh, so we saw a little bit of that. Granted, some of that was in the first three episodes. So <laughs> a little blurry on that, but we did see some of it. And then he started having, uh, it's not delusions, it's not illusions. Oh my gosh, Eva, why can you not think of this word? He started uh, thinking that he was talking to him, but he was actually just having uh, illusions of him. <laughs> And then we see him get to the low point of a, of literally about to kill himself. So the same cliff that we saw Crystal fall off of like an episode or so before. We see Ben uh, moving around outside because I don't really think we've seen him outside of the cabin uh, since he's gotten there because we knew we saw he had to get his leg amputated and then he was healing and then we've really only really seen him around the cabin but this is the first time we see him actually go out and he goes straight to this cliff and he's about to jump off but thankfully you could say Missy's there because this is when she was looking for Crystal's body and couldn't find it uh and sees him and literally just breaks down and I'm not sure I'm I'm pretty sure it was what she said about the baby or whatever that kind of like helped pull him because he was ready to jump like he didn't care all the things she was like I will tell people this 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 and this when we're rescued and he was just like I don't care I'm about to kill myself and you saw that like switch flip for him when uh he had that last um what's the word oh my gosh this is really irritating me I don't know why I can't think of what it's called we had that last uh illusion of seeing of talking to his boyfriend and then he's like you know what you have to do and then he like kind of wakes up and then we see him like a couple scenes later shaving his face like that should have also been a clue for the girls which I think if they were in their right mind or if there was like another adult there maybe they would be like okay wait a minute what's going on because he has literally been a little bit in a depressive state if you really think about it since they've been there it's just been getting gradually gradually worse uh, and so then he has that snap moment where he's like, okay, I'm about to die and I'm going to shave and all that stuff. And then and then Misty talks him off the ledge, literally. And he goes back to the cabin and he is very invested in finding this place that Javi hid out in because they thought that, again, Javi was dead, but he ended up surviving. And it was because he found this place and he said he spoke to some woman, which I'm pretty sure he was out here seeing people as well that were really there and so he, based on the drawings he's able to find this place and he goes and explores it and he's like okay this is a great place he's like about to go back and tell Natalie because at this point he thinks Natalie's still one of the more sane people and that's when he walks back on literally the not the murder scene but the blood scene of the the hack job or not even hack job because like he was like hacked up but like the saw job for lack of a better word that Shauna did on um Javi because this is after 
how he fell into the water and then and they let him die, which is so sad. Like they that's so sad. Like literally this kid has been missing for most of the series. <laughs> he finally comes back and then you let him die or you all kill him. It was, it was so sad. But he sees that and he is like, okay, I am done. I don't know what is going on. These people, these girls have lost it. And he he books it back <laughs> to his hideaway <laughs> without Natalie because Natalie's like, I let him die. Like she's gone at this point. So I fell for coach. I really want to know what happens to him because we have not seen him in the present. And we do not know if he ends up surviving or not uh, just because we haven't seen anyone else in the present. And so we do know more that like they do hunt a few more times. So I'm assuming some of the like side character girls, <laughs> which I don't like to call them that, but like truly side as in we know nothing about these girls. We know nothing about their backstories. But those are the ones that I think are probably going to be some of the ones who die maybe one or one I think there's like three of them because they did a group shot and it's not a lot of them left so maybe it's like three of them because I don't know how long like they put they can keep that the body pieces because <laughs> I don't want to call it meat like I'm not sure how long they keep the body for food or if they're just like eating it immediately once they get it I don't know very 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 gross but I'm assuming some of those girls are probably gonna end up dying before they end up getting rescued I also want to know what happens to Ben I'm very concerned for Ben and his well-being <laughs> also I almost forgot to say say this because then when we see Ben come back at night because we saw him trying to start the fire in his little hideaway. And he couldn't get a fire going. So I'm assuming he came back to try to get like a match or like whatever they were using to uh, start the fire back at the cabin. And that's when he was watching them through the window. And he sees Travis eat his brother's heart. This, this show is wild. <laughs> and then that's when he was like, I feel like in his mind, he was like, I have to kill them. <laughs> Like, I have to stop this darkness right where it is. And I was like, I feel you. I feel you, Ben. I feel you. And so he literally set them on fire, like, tried to burn them alive. But I think it was Ty who woke up. I can't remember who it was, but I'm pretty sure it was Ty. And uh, saw the fire and was like, everyone get up. We need to get out. Like, he locked them in there. They couldn't even open the door. He was like, I want to make sure you all die. And they were all able to escape, but the entire cabin burned down and they're all, we ended with them, at least in the past, with them all with tears in their eyes because their shelter is now gone and it's still in the middle of winter and they have to survive. So we do know they spent a summer there because Misty alludes to in the present, remember our first summer? So it's like, how many summers did they live, live there? For some reason, I'm thinking it's like two years, three years. It's like two to three years, I believe, that they were stranded in the woods. But still so much to learn, so much, so much to know. And it'll be interesting to see where we go in season three. We are, again, I believe I said this at the top of the episode, we're getting a bonus episode between seasons two and three because there were only nine episodes. Season one had 10 episodes. And so I guess this bonus episode will act as season 10. I could have waited for that episode to do this, but you all know how I feel about these breaks. 
because some of these breaks just be so, so long, but it just does not make sense. It's either you wait and you do it all at one time or you don't do it at all or you just do one part because the gaps are so long. But we are in the middle of, I believe we're still in the um, middle of the writer strike. So they literally had only gotten into the writer's room for one day before the strike started. And so I am 100% rooting for the writers, uh, but it's definitely going to impact a lot of the content that we watch. So it will be interesting to see how that all plays out because it is a very... Um, valid thing that they're all fighting for like literally it does not make sense that writers would not be paid what they are worth also with the introduction of ai like i can go on and on about this i think that it's going to impact a lot of industries but we're kind of getting to see it play out in real time uh in this industry more so than i think the tech industry because it's always like i feel like they're in the background but this one is more so like there's always that older like AI and all these things are going to come and they're going to steal your jobs. And like, this is literally like them fight being like, no, we want. And also like, why would I want to wa watch anything that AI generated? Like, I just feel like it won't be interesting. You need that human person to write really good stories because otherwise we get into the place where just there is nothing good to watch, which we're, I feel like we're kind of there a little bit, especially with Netflix because they just pound things out. Um, and it's more quantity versus quality, whereas some other streamers are more quality over quantity. So I don't know. Um, that's just my two cents on that that no one asked for. <laughs> but that's all I have for Yellow Jacket Season 2. I want to know what you all thought. What are you looking forward to in Season 3? Let me know all of the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently binging on Instagram and at current binge on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.